Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. You don't connect the dots. It's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
You're listening to the Secret Teachings Radio Show right here on the Fringe FM. And I am your host, Ryan Gable. You can catch the Secret Teachings five nights a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. At the same time, every night here on the Fringe and catch an older episode of the Secret Teachings airing after the new live broadcast, Monday through Friday, including rebroadcasts of the show throughout the week on the Fringe. With our Fringe free-for-all, just visit thefringe.fm for the network lineup and check out our website at thesecretteachings.info for our show archive. If you can't listen to the show, the whole thing, or you want to rehear an episode, if you want to download it or share it with a friend, just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, subscribe, Become a member to the archive today. You get access to the montages and my books. It's all on the website. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And you can email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Last night after the show, it happened to me again. I went to bed and I had a pretty bad nightmare really bad dream. I think it had to do with uh, a little bit of anxiety and compulsiveness and probably as a result of uh, those anxieties, it's uh, subconscious fears and uh, so conscious anxieties that I'm not, I'm not even consciously aware of. But I'm, I'm telling you about my, my dream and my nightmare because last night on the show, I mentioned that every time we do a broadcast on things that relate to 3 a.m., whether it's the 3 a.m. challenge or the 3 a.m. game, or as you probably are aware by now, the 3 a.m. agenda that has been proposed by the vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris and has been talked about by the presidential candidate Joe Biden, that they have a 3 a.m. agenda. So we talked about that last night, and every time we talk about the 3 a.m. agenda, the 3 a.m. game, the 3 a.m. challenge, which takes us into the pale man, the slender man, the antichrist, the joker, the archetype of the trickster, or more commonly known as the devil, or his infernal majesty, I always have these really bad nightmares, and I don't think it was subconscious at first. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but over the uh, last couple of years... I've had some very bad dreams after doing those shows. The first couple times I uh, I did a show like that, I made these montages, and I sat up one night for hours making this uh, very, very hardcore montage with clips from everything from the Slenderman movie to Stranger Things to m- music, from the music industry, mainline music, and I just, I had horrific nightmares And I remember waking up, and there was a a weird sound in my bathroom. So I go into the bathroom, and uh, a brand-new toilet hose attached to the toilet had detached itself and was spraying water all over the bathroom. And so I went to contact the landlord, and I noticed what time it was. It was 3 a.m., So I had woken up at about 3 a.m. a few minutes after is when I looked at my phone. And this was the night that I had done a a big montage and a big show 
on the 3 a.m. game, the 3 a.m. challenge, Momo, Slenderman, and all this, and it just gave me kind of nightmares. And so that makes me think, you know, I'm hyper aware of this. I mean, you come to this show and you hear that type of topical material, and you probably don't hear it in many other places. So you come to a show like The Secret Teachings, and I'm kind of known for the guy who talks about black goo and the guy who talks about, well, I'm also known as the guy who talks about health and makes fun of health-related things, but I'm known as the guy who talks about these kinds of things and you know, people in the music industry and uh, the blonde hair and the multiple personalities and all this. Also, child trafficking, I'm well known for that. And I'm aware the reason I say that is because I'm really aware of these things. I mean, I spend hours just going through music videos, and a lot of the times I don't look for things. They just kind of, they're, they're just there. I'm watching some random movie, and, oh, there's black goo again. There's the blonde hair. There's the multiple personalities again. Oh, look, there's another example of 3 a.m. I mean, I had some listeners last night, uh, Bradley Roberts and uh, a listener named Greg, who gave us the the tip on the 3 a.m. agenda of Kamala Harris. Uh, and they emailed me some interesting stuff last night. Bradley sent me a song about 3 a.m. And I was even talking to Joe Roop from Lighting the Void last night before his show. And he was telling me, he's like, I've got all these clips that I could send you about 3 a.m. and I could tell you all about 3 a.m. So it's like other people know about it. I'm just kind of obsessed with it. And so I'm obsessed with it, and I watch, and I pay attention to these things, and yet it gets so embedded in my subconscious that it kind of drives me crazy. It kind of drives me nuts. And so I wonder what kind of effect it has on other people that aren't aware of it, and what kind of effect it has particularly on children. This is one of my personal concerns, I, because for me, it affects me directly. It's like, it's not just in my subconscious. It's in my conscious mind driving me crazy. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Slenderman movie, but that was a, it was a cheesy piece of crap. It was just, it was just a really weird movie. It was a horrible movie. I, I'd watch it for the symbolism, but you don't want to watch it just as a, it's not a good movie. Let's put it that way. But in the movie, the one girl says, you know, Slenderman, he, he gets in your head and he drives you crazy. And uh, then I remember, you know, also in, in Stranger Things where they're sitting around the table talking about what this monster is and they're talking about Dungeons and Dragons and how it's, you know, it's the mind flayer. It gets in your mind like a virus and it wants to create a hive mind and it comes from another dimension and it wants to take over our minds and it wants to organize us into a collective hive. And I mean, there's some very disturbing parallels to the tech industry and artificial intelligence and sixth generation technology and digital subrealities and hive minds that Google want initiated by 2030. They want us all in a hive mind by 2030. And I think a lot of these things come about without us really thinking about them, you know, uploading consciousness into a machine. Well, nobody signed up to do that, right? Except every time you upload something online, the machine learns more about you. It obtains more information about you. It understands patterns and behavior and can stimulate you to do things that you otherwise wouldn't do simply based on patterns and understanding how your behavior works so that it can stimulate you to do those things. I mean, that's just basic standard mind control, uh, psychological, mental manipulation. That's what advertising and marketing is all about. And that's how 
the entertainment that we consume is sold to us. It's just, oh, it's fun. There's nothing more to it. And, you know, for for years, I've, uh, over a decade now, I've had just an intense interest in the music industry. And I have always looked at the music industry as kind of being an oracle, like the Super Bowl halftime show. You know, I always get together with uh, Clyde Lewis after the Super Bowl, and we do a Super Bowl show. It's kind of become pretty popular. And we always break it down. There, there There's so many amateurs that break down stuff like that. And they're like, look, it's a Dorito commercial. Doritos are triangles. It's, it's the Illuminati. And I just have, always have to laugh at that. But we, we break, the show, we break the, the, the show, the presentation down. And a lot of times we get uh, you know, really good call-ins that recognize things we don't recognize because we put it together really fast. And then I do my show after his show, and I usually do a two-part show because I break everything down. We don't have as many you know, commercial breaks as, as Clyde does, so I have more time to talk and make a presentation. So we, we break all that down, and a lot of times listeners will give us uh, insight into things that we didn't see. And uh, no, I'm, I'm not talking about you know the, the Illuminati, reptilian, Illuminati, conspiracy, halftime. What, I don't know what people are talking about. But, you know, sometimes people, they see things you don't see, and it's, oh, that's very relevant, you know. And it's like they're on your side and trying to understand it rather than create this whole new paradigm so they seem smart. So we, we break things like that down, and I'm, I've always been fascinated with the music industry as an oracle, especially because, and, and when I started noticing, because I started noticing that a lot of songs were talking about artificial intelligence, and a lot of songs are talking about the elimination of human beings, as a hindrance to planet Earth. And one of the celebrities or pop stars or whatever you choose to call her, or you could even say she's an it. I really don't know. Maybe she's a girl. I don't know. But she plays the part of a machine, and she talks about AI, and she talks about how she's the Internet, and the Internet is conscious. And I'm sure you've heard of her. Her name is Poppy. Sometimes I refer to her as Snap Crackle Poppy. You know, I like to come up with clever names. So Poppy's one of these online sensations, kind of like Billie Eilish, where she starts out clean and she starts out, you know, this pretty young girl and starts out, uh, you know, kind of peaceful and all, you know, lit up in the videos. And then once they sign the contract then things become dark pretty quickly. And so for some of you, maybe you've heard our shows on Poppy. i got to be honest, you know, I sit down sometimes and I think, am I going to do another show on Poppy? Am I going to do another show on the music industry? I mean, how many shows have we done on this? And that's just me getting in my own head and criticizing things too much and not allowing myself to flow with the natural energy of what I'm supposed to be talking about. Because I realized, like, oh, you know, the average person listens to, to radio for, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes at a time. So that's, like, one segment of the show. So I could literally talk about the exact same thing for four segments, and the average person would uh, hear as much. Uh, for those of you who listen to the whole show, you know, sometimes it's necessary to break things down more than once because I don't explain it right, or because sometimes it just takes more than one time to understand it. So tonight's going to kind of be a, a new 
exploration of some of Poppy's music, but it's going to be more than that. And the reason that I'm talking about Poppy tonight is because, once again, last night we talked about the 3 a.m. agenda, and I want to play that for you real quick, what the 3 a.m. agenda is. It's supposed to be about working families and Americans who stay up late at night wondering how they're going to pay their bills. And this is from a Kamala Harris, who's the VP candidate for the Democratic Party. This is from Kamala Harris's ad campaign called Me, Maya, and Mom. And I believe this was from last year when she was uh, running for the presidential nomination. Here's what the ad said. And me when she got home. And then after we were fed and in bed, our mother would sit up trying to figure out how to make it all work. That's something most Americans know all too well. And that's what my 3 a.m. agenda is all about. Her 3 a.m. agenda. And then here is Joe Biden mentioning the 3 a.m. agenda when he announced her as VP. In her campaign in the primary, Kamala often talked about what she referred to as the 3 a.m. agenda. The 3 a.m. agenda, the 3 a.m. challenge. That's a scary thing to think about, too, the 3 a.m. challenge where you do weird things at 3 a.m. to try to invoke apparitions and spirits. And, you know, I talked to Joe Rupp about that last night. And as soon as I said that, he's like, dude, that's so stupid. People are playing with things they don't understand. And I said, yeah, dude, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about on the show tonight. And I submit that a lot of people that are holy, that are religious-minded, they likewise are playing with things they don't understand. You're holding up crosses, and you're holding up your Bible, and you're singing your hymns, and you're praying to God, and you're maybe you go to one of those churches where you convulse and sing and dance in, a, in an erratic manner, you know, and you're basically uh, performing the, the the sacred dance of Pan, the goat god, and you're. <laughs> And you're, you're, you're just performing these rituals and these ceremonies without understanding what they are, you know, and that's, that's a kind of a scary thing. You don't really understand where they come from. I'm not saying it's demonic or satanic. I'm, I'm really, it's anything but that. But when you think about the, the power of music and the power of uh, dance and the power of imagery and the power of the subconscious just based on those elements, let alone the intentional symbols and the intentional subliminals that are placed into music and into both the audio and the video, if it's a music video, that can communicate to your subconscious and and, and how I know it affects me being so aware of it. I I can't imagine, and it makes me feel really uh, nervous about how it affects other people. And I don't think it just has to be a music video. I mean, it's you heard Kamala Harris, you heard Joe Biden, it's a 3 a.m. agenda. And that has very, very deep, significant, occult and magical meaning to it. And that is one of the campaign talking points now. Another thing that became a campaign talking point was uh, yesterday I saw, this was on the 13th of August, that a Joe Biden and Kamala Harris called for a nationwide mask mandate. They want a mask mandate. Every governor should mandate mandatory masks, said Joe Biden. And then he came out the same day and said, we need mandatory face mask order for the next three months in an effort to save 40,000 lives. Why Why the next three months, Joe? Well, what, what is it today, the 14th of August? So that would be September, October, November. Oh, right until the time of the election, right? And then when you lose the election, 
hopefully this all goes away. And if you win the election by fraud, which is the only way a senile old dementia race, dementia patient racist can win an election with a, uh, a whore slave driving family that produced uh, Kamala Harris, the, the whore who slept her way to the top. The only way they can they can really win is through fraud. And if they don't win, you know, then they the New York Times is saying that they'll have states seceding from the union and they'll just declare Biden the president anyway. Why a three months, a three month face mask mandate? You know, why are you talking about Joe Biden suddenly? I thought tonight was about the music industry and Poppy. It's like, you know what? I'm so tired of hearing about how politics is this separate entity. They're telling you that their agenda is the 3 a.m. agenda and they want you to wear a mask. And we've done shows on this, probably the most famous show that I did. Other than the show to mask or not to mask was cultural BDSM. We talked about the sadokists and the maskokists, as I call them, the sadomaskokists, who derive pleasure from shaming themselves and from shaming other people. It's the shame of the sadokists and the masochists or the maskokists. And they get off on bondage. They get off on being isolated and being tortured. Or they get off on other people being isolated and tortured. That's what the lockdown's all about. And the, the millions of people around the world, hundreds of millions starving and becoming poorer than you could ever imagine. These are official numbers. Whether or not they're accurate, I don't know. But they're not being talked about anywhere really in the media. There's like a story from Reuters here and the UN food czars like, yeah, 100 million people are going to starve. 130 million people are going to starve. You know, if we don't reopen things globally and then you walk around and people yell at you and say, I'm protecting you from, put for you know, I put on a mask, I protect you. It's like, well, if you really wanted to protect people, you'd open up your business. I mean, hell, I just saw uh, Matthew McConaughey. I don't know why he's interviewing Anthony Fauci, but he's interviewing Fauci, and Fauci's like, you know, I think Matthew McConaughey asked him, you know, what if we all just got sick and then we developed the immunity and that was okay? And Fauci's like, no, no way. We have way too much obesity and way too many diseased people in the United States already that this would be a disaster. And it's like, no, the disaster is we have too many obese and diseased people in the United States as a result of poor lifestyle. That's the disaster. And Dr. Fauci, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, no doctor, no scientist, no politician is going to save you. That's your fault. That's on you for the average person. That's on you. That's why you're sick. And I'm not going to change my lifestyle and I'm not going to back down because you choose to take poor care of yourself. And because so many people choose to support these black magicians like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, these black magicians that to your face, they use esoteric, occult, and magical archetypes to tell you what they're doing to you, to torture you, to abuse you as part of a global ritual to do I'm not exactly sure what, but part of a ritual to isolate, to mask you, and to keep you in isolation, and to keep you in a state of, of absolute fear, telling you it'll all go away in due time, it'll all go away in due time, until you walk out and you're initiated into the cult, and those who don't participate, they're not in the big club, they're not in the big cult. That's part of the 3 a.m. agenda, I assume. 
And so with all this, I'm searching through the internet and I found something that I need to share with you tonight. It's a song from Poppy. I actually came across a video by Poppy, the pop star, first. It was a very short video. She does these short videos where she does very strange things. And yeah, it's just to get views. But there are some strange things that I think a lot of her music is is playing the part of an oracle. It, it basically is telling people what to do. It's programming. There's even a song or two or brief video clips that she has where she's telling people, you know, we're going to program you now. And then they play this weird uh, frequency and they say, you did so great. Programming sequence initiated. Programming sequence ended. I could try to dig those up too here on, on break. But she has this weird video about masks and how to put the mask on properly. And so I looked that up again and I found a song that she did back in... 2019 and it's so so disturbing I have to play it for you it's called Scary Mask and it's from her album Choke you know I Can't Breathe and she did the song with a band called Fever 333 you know Fever getting sick you know 333 the texting number to Joe Biden's campaign and the song is all about how you know if I I'm scared. I'm worried I'm not going to fit in. I'll just wear a mask to fit in. And yeah, it has to do with the persona and the personality, but there's multiple levels to this. And I'll explain what that means when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info. Contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com and stay tuned to The Fringe. We'll be right back. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, 
then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and you are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. But no, I really appreciate being on your show, and you ask great questions and have a dialogue, and not every show does that. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us. My website is lindagodfrey.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You're listening to The Secret Teachings, and I am your host, Ryan Gable. You're tuned in to The Fringe FM. The network is thefringe.fm. You can listen on a number of platforms from the Paranormal Radio app to Talk Stream Live to the Fringe FM to our website at thesecretteachings.info where you can subscribe to the archive, get access to the montages and more, and email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So I'm scouring through the internet and I came across, as often happens, maybe three, four times a year, I guess like once a quarter, here on The Secret Teachings, I get into this phase and I don't really recognize or consciously recognize that I'm getting into this phase of just being obsessed with music videos. And so I usually bring you that on the show. We look at a lot of music videos and listen to some music and break down from the oracle of the entertainment industry as a whole, but the music industry in particular, what is being addressed. And so we've, sl- we've seen, we've looked at these, uh, these music videos uh, from Poppy and Billie Eilish and Sabrina Carpenter and Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and so many others, a lot of pop stars and those like Eminem, people like uh, uh, just from country music to pop music to rock music and I mean, we could look at old stuff, we could look at new stuff, but a lot of the new stuff is uh, anti-human, and it's, and I mean that literally, it's like there's a poppy song called Time Is Up, and it's all about destroying humans 
from the point of view of artificial intelligence and computers. And it's all about putting human beings that do exist after the world is destroyed into a computer simulation by feeding them in the video a blue pill. Not Viagra, feeding them the blue pill and putting them into a simulation and then watching the humans suffer. I mean, this whole uh, image of Poppy, this whole persona of Poppy is, I don't think, something that a 20-something-year-old girl came up with. And I don't think that the image, the persona, that's a really important word, persona, the mask, the personality, I don't think the persona of Billie Eilish is something that a 17 or younger, she was younger when she really first begun. I think she's like almost 18 now or is 18. I don't think that's something that she came up with. And it's weird because you look at Poppy, who's on one side of the of the internet and the pop music and the entertainment industry spectrum, and then you have Billie Eilish on the other side. And these two singers in particular really intrigue me because they're both really young. One is like this pretty innocent girl. The other one is like this tomboy, non-innocent girl. And both of them have the same the same underlying theme, and that is humanity's bad, robots are going to take over. In the case of Poppy, in the case of Billie Eilish, it's like demons are going to take over. Demons are going to run the world. But humans are bad in both cases. I don't, I don't think young girls are coming up with this. It's, they're being fed this information from the industry. And I imagine that these two girls are probably being tortured and abused in uh, one or more ways, one or more manners. I mean, hell, you looked at Britney Spears' Instagram page, and you see that she's got she's in the blue and white Alice in Wonderland dress. There's pictures of Greta Thunberg, you know, her with her mother, the opera singer, and when she's younger, and she's got the blue and white Alice in Wonderland dress on. And that's one of the primary programming themes in these cult, satanic, child trafficking networks that are run through military installations and that are run through uh, branches of government all around the world. It's a cult, it's a network. We learned that from Transformation of America, the uh, book by Kathy O'Brien, but we've learned it from so many others, from the church to uh, individual cults. You know, from John of God to Nexium to the Finders back in the eighties. So you have this uh, this constant theme. Follow that rabbit hole. You know, last night we followed the three a.m. rabbit hole. Tonight we're going to follow another kind of rabbit hole. We're going to follow a rabbit hole that takes us ultimately into uh, the world of. Uh, Let's call it musical BDSM. Because we listen to this music and it's abusive to us. You know, people tell you, well, rap music, it's all about bitches and hoes and alcohol and it's, you know, beating up women and it's all horrible and booty shaking and, you know, some of it is. Not all rap music's like that. And it's, you know, people that I always never, I never understood that. People would tell me that because I liked rap music as a kid. And then, you know, they were listening to, like, rock music. 
And I'd just be like, dude, they're singing about drugs and they're singing about women. It's the same thing. Or country music. They're singing about beating their wives. It's the same thing. It's, it's not the music. You know, it's the people that are making the music. There are just as many country songs that I like and just as many rock songs that I like and just as many, you know, pop songs that I don't necessarily like, but where they're not singing and talking about this kind of stuff. It's, it's all the same thing because that's what the industry is ordering unless you have independent artists. You know, people like Kesha, for example. Remember Kesha, she did that song Die Young and it was released like the week of Sandy Hook and it was pulled from the radio and then she gets out of her contract and she leaves the industry and she just goes back to performing at small venues. And then suddenly her music is not dark and satanic and uh, talking about murdering kids. You know, and it's not filled with ritual, ceremonial symbolism and altars and all the stuff that you would see. Not that Masons are evil. I'm a Mason. But it's filled with the imagery of like perverted initiation ceremonies. If you ever watch that video, die young and pay really close attention to what's in that video. And then she leaves and her music's not like that anymore. The industry is ordering this stuff. And the girls and the boys, the people that are involved, the, the women and the men, are as much victims of it as we are. If you watch that uh, TV show Evil, the girl who was making the, make, the makeup videos, and she had this challenge called the Melendez Challenge that you had to repeat three times like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Someone else was producing the video and putting the music in the video with the subliminals that was telling young girls to cut their wrists down for results and across for attention. It was telling little girls to commit suicide. But the girl that was making the video, she wasn't doing that. She was completely unaware of it. She just knew that her videos got lots of hits and lots of attention. That's what these girls are. Primarily girls, but a lot of men, boys as well that do music, that's what a lot of them are. They're just there. They're performing. Oh, this is the new lyric. This is what I perform. This is what I wear. They're not really in charge, or they used to be in charge. Someone recognized they had talent, and then they were brought in. And then they're abused in one way or another, sexually, physically, mentally tortured, and they sign their contract. And then, yes, it becomes metaphoric. They sold their soul to the devil. But then, as I've looked at this over the years, I've recognized, I've realized that selling one's soul to the devil is metaphoric in a couple of different ways. It's metaphoric of the industry. It's metaphoric of the contracts in the industry. It's metaphoric of the the nature of the relationship that a person might have off screen they might have a boyfriend or they might have a, a partner who's abusive and the relationship might not be going well so they're like well it's like selling my soul to the devil or if you listen to the Avril Lavigne song she's talking about like a relationship with a guy and she loves him but he's really abusive and she sold her soul to the devil but there's another way to interpret that, and that's the literal interpretation. And I've noticed over the years that from what I have seen and what I've studied, it seems that in some cases the metaphor is not I sold my soul to the devil. That's literal. The metaphor is it's just about a contract. 
it's just about a boyfriend. So maybe, and this is important, I think, before we can go into the poppy music tonight, you have to understand that there are different levels. Like if you see a symbol, like a cross, what does a cross mean? Well, to a Christian, it's the symbol of salvation. If I recall, in Egypt, it was also a symbol of uh, salvation, but it meant something different. For Christians, they see it as Christ, Jesus, a physical person. For the Egyptians, it may have meant something totally different, and, and I don't know what it meant to them. I imagine something astrological. To others, the cross is an X that marks the spot. You see that on the high priestess tarot card, the cross, the X, which is on the little paper, the scroll. You know, or on the chest, the X, the spot with the heart where you let Jesus in, you know, or the X near the genitalia. There's a lot of different ways to to interpret that. The cross to others is is a is a symbol of uh, the quadrants that it creates in the heavens, uh, the wheel of the year, the turning of that wheel and the changing of the seasons, the four corners, the four horses of the apocalypse. The four uh, cherubim, the four evangelicals, the four uh, elements, the four elementals, the four, and it goes on and on and on. So the cross means a lot of stuff, right? Well, in the industry, the selling of one's soul to the devil on one level literally just means I sold my soul to the devil. On another level, it means, no, I sold my soul to the industry. On another level, it means I sold my soul to a really bad partner, and I'm going to get out of that relationship and that relationship is the, is the lowest hanging fruit. It's the easiest to get to and to understand. Because, yeah, it's a relationship, it's a bad relationship, but you can get out of that. The contractual obligation in the industry is a little bit different. Because the contractual obligation in the industry is usually pretty airtight, and there's not much you can do to get out of that contract without fulfilling the contract. So what do you have to do? You have to change your image and do what the industry tells you to do, and that's why you see so much bizarre and repeated, 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 repeated stuff in the industry where it's like anti-human, it's just disturbing imagery, and you don't really know why you're watching it, but you can't look away. And that's how I feel being aware of it. I just, I, I really, I really can't, uh, can't look away from it. I, I can't stop listening to it. It gets stuck in my head. And it's just really, really disturbing. I mean, there, there's a video that came out. I'm not even sure when it came out. I just came across it. It was like maybe two months ago. I think it was in May. Uh, this person, not a rapper, this person named Lil Pump. And has a, he has a song called Illuminati. And they're singing Illuminati, Illum, Illumi, Illuminati. And he pops out of a coffin, resurrected. There's a guy with a mask on reading something, I guess, his eulogy from the pew. And then they start singing, Ye soy un diminio, yo soy un diablo, ye an soy bilbodio, on soy un rewe, ye yo soy melianoeo. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing this right, but that's what it looks like to me. The translation of it is, I am a demon, I am a devil, I am a billboard, I am a king, I am a millionaire, I am untouchable. That, I mean, literally the song is talking about being resurrected in the industry, baptized in fire, becoming a devil, and becoming powerful because of the contract that you've signed with the devil. The whole song is about that. And then you have other songs like uh, the, uh, the French artist Matre Gims, 
And uh, the, the, this guy's song is similar, but it's a little bit different. This is a guy who sold his soul to the devil. Um, and, it, and the woman that is one of the people that helped him sign the contract, she's a literal demon. The, the industry executive is just a powerful man. And he signs his contract in blood in the video, literally. He signs his contract in blood and he gets all the stuff that, you know, he ever wanted in life. Uh, the song is called The Price to Pay, but it's in French, Les Prix et Payer. I don't speak French, so I don't know if I pronounced that right either. But he gets all the stuff he ever wanted, then he tries to get out of the contract because they're controlling what he does. And he he tries to commit suicide over and over and over again, I think is what it's implied in the video, or that he's got these scars from the uh, selling of his soul to the devil, uh, something to that effect. He tries to get out of it, and he ends up on an altar at a satanic sacrifice. So it's got both components. It's got the components of selling your soul to the devil and selling your soul to the industry, which becomes your partner. So these are the multi-leveled elements, the different tiers of what it means to sell your soul, and especially to sell your soul in the entertainment industry and particularly in the music industry. So you're all happy and enjoying life and you've got a lot of popularity and then somebody comes forward and says, we'll give you $500 million to do this for us. We'll give you a, an enormous contract. You never have to worry about money or women or men or fame or anything ever again. You just work for us now. You do what we tell you to do. And if we tell you to go to a party and get anally raped over and over again, you're going to do it. And if we tell you to go rape that little five-year-old boy, you're going to do it. And if you don't do it, well, you might end up in a car wreck or you might end up poisoned or like Miley Cyrus. Remember, she's in the hospital for an allergic reaction in real life. And then in the Black Mirror episode, the girl she plays, Ashley, they try to they try to kill her. They poison her. And so she goes to the hospital. And then in the news, they're like, she's in the hospital because she had an allergic reaction. And then, you know, the, Miley Cyrus looked at the script and did an interview. And she's like, I saw the script and I thought, nobody else can play this part. This is literally what happened to me, you know. And she didn't even go into the details about it. She's like, no, this script is my life. This is what happened to me. I have handlers, they poison me, they lie to the public, they're controlling everything that I do, and they're taking and they're stealing my talent. In the, in the show uh, that was Black Mirror, the episode, it was all about how Miley Cyrus, they were using technology, AI, to literally extract her creativity from her brain, to extract her thoughts and turn it into music. They were sucking her dry while she was on her deathbed that they, that they put her on. And then, of course, the music uh, that she was making and her, her personality inspired the development of a miniature robot with part of her consciousness uploaded into it. And so it was, it was political, it was, um, it was satanic, it, was, it had to do with mind control, it had all these different elements to it. And that's why you have to look at all of the tiers. You can't just say, oh, that's this or that's that. No, it's a lot of these things, and it's all put together. And that's why you see that 
There are literal robots now. Kev Baker just sent me a video. There are literal robots that are that are actually you could say they're replicas of the Ashley 2 robot from the Black Mirror episode, but what they are was the original. They are the original robot and then the show just as what a show means, it showed you what is being developed and what is coming next in the same way that you saw those robot dogs in the X-Files reboot and you saw the robot dogs in the Black Mirror episode. I think it was called Metalhead. There it is. It is predictive programming, but it's not so predictive as much as it is just programming. It's what television is. It's television programming to show you this is what is coming next. This is what is going to happen next to get you prepared for it. And that's exactly what Snap, Crackle, Poppy, as I call her, was doing last year when she released an album called Choke. Now, if I'm being choked, I probably can't what? A, C, B, hear, C, breathe. I probably can't breathe. You ever seen those photo shoots with Eminem or with the music videos like Bon Appetit with Katy Perry where they're being choked or they're having their tongues burned out or cut off or they're being gagged so they can't talk, they can't breathe? You know, or the children's dolls we talked about last night where they have their mouths sewn shut like the La La kind of like La La Lona that murders her children and then she comes back and hunts down other children and tries to drown them. The South American myth, which is like the Baba Yaga and Slavic tale, or there's a Japanese one I, call, I think called the, the uh, Ubai or the Ubame or something to that effect. I'm not sure how you pronounce it in Japanese. It's all the same myth. It's all the same story. Children's toys that uh, that are sexual, where you press a button between their legs. Troll dolls. or Remember the Elmo that looked like the Elmo was jacking off? Remember that? That was like 12... No, that was more than 12 years ago. That was like... That was when I was a kid. That was like probably 15 years ago. The, the masturbating Elmo doll. You think this stuff is done by accident? Think it's just a coincidence? No, it's all, it's all on purpose. It's all intentional. Because they target the children through the toys and through the music and through the movies and through the TV. And then it prepares you. It's not just children. They prepare you. They prepare you for something. So I looked up this this album, Choke by Poppy, and I noticed that the album itself, which contains numerous uh, uh, different songs, one of which we're going to play here in a moment, the album itself was released on June 28th which just so happens to be the peak of the summer solstice, Letha. I can't imagine why they would choose this significant day to release the album. The same way I really can't imagine why Allison Carey, Mariah Carey's sister, would claim that she was taken to satanic ceremonies on certain days of the year. I don't know 
Letha, Samhain, Imbolc, Ostara, Beltane, Yule, Mabon, Luknasad. And she was ritually abused at 3 a.m. or sometime between 2 and 4. I can't imagine what time it would be, maybe 3 a.m., the witching hour. So this album was released on June 28th. June 28th, 2019. One of the songs was released on May 29th. You can go to YouTube. You can type in Poppy. And the song is called Scary Mask. Poppy, Scary Mask, featuring Fever 333. If you look at her YouTube page, you'll see her profile picture, which she uses in some of her... uh, her promotional material, and it's also uh, some of the makeup that she uses in some of her videos, and it's a face that is pale white, and it's distorted by all these black lines that look like claw marks, or they look like stitches, something we saw the singer Jasmine Bean wearing last night, if you looked up the song Hello Kitty, and I was talking to the Night Stalker in the uh, the chat room last night before the show, and he was talking about some... uh, some stuff he was watching and listening to and how they had these uh, long, pale figures. And I said, well, that's that's the long, slender Hello Kitty. I sent a picture of, of the, the video from Jasmine Bean's YouTube page. She has millions and millions of, of views on the, these videos. She wears the same makeup as Poppy. It's very popular now in the in the industry. Uh, where they're stitched up or they're distorted like they've been beaten up or they've had their eyes clawed out. And then she's bowing and, and kneeling to worship a false Christ crucified to a cross. It's a Hello Kitty that has no mouth, so it can't speak, just like the mouth that are sewn shut. And it's crucified to the cross with extended arms and legs. And that's Poppy's profile picture. So you go to this this song, Scary Mask. I want to play some of this song for you. It has Poppy. She's sitting at a mirror. She says, I wear my scary mask when I'm afraid. I don't belong. So she's singing this in a mirror, and it's supposed to be about personas, the personality, right? And on one level, it is about personas and the personality. On another level, it is predictive programming. The band is called Fever 333, and they have the black and white dress on of Sabrina Carpenter and Kim Noble, the mind-controlled painter who has multiple personalities and poppy says i'm never going to take it off i'm never going to take it off i'm never going to take it off so don't touch me i'm never going to take it off so don't touch me m-a-s-k-m-i-o-k m-a-s-k mask and she has a dress one that says go to hell And the camera pans in, and she's sitting at a table. 
and there's a golden head, a golden idol on the table with multiple person uh, uh, faces, which are personalities. That's in the video. And then her music becomes very, very hardcore. We're going to break this down when we come back from break. Predictive programming. This came out in May of 2019, the album called Choke, a band called Fever. And she says, I wear my mask when I feel like I don't fit in. And I just do it to fit in. Sure, it's persona, but it has another meaning today with masks, mask mandates. And especially because the band she does it with is called Fever. I don't know, getting sick, choke, I can't breathe, respiratory virus, George Floyd. Kind of sounds similar to me. Predictive programming, multi-layered propaganda. This is what the industry has ordered. And this is what we're going to break down in more detail tonight. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rg gable at yahoo.com visit the facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info here at the secret teachings we're pushing 11 years on air from powerful interviews to truly unique analysis we're here for you five nights a week and now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info Click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener. And we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm, call the station at 501-777-5631, or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. Yeah, you're a proper pro. And I just want to thank you, Ryan, for having me on. I've heard a few of your shows and you go deep, brother. You go deeper than a deep sea diver in a shipwreck. So uh, been great to be a part of your show. You've got a tremendous amount of knowledge yourself. You've clearly put in the hours of research and I commend you for that. So I'm very happy to have been a part of your show today. Thanks again for the invitation. This is Mark Devlin, author of Musical Truth, Volumes 1 and 2 musicaltruthbook.com online and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable The shadow monster He got well that day in the field The doctor said it was like a virus It infected him And so this virus it's connecting him to the tunnels? To the tunnels, to the monsters, to the upside down, everything Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down Okay, so 
the shadow monster's inside everything. And if the vines feel something like pain, then so does Will. And so does Dart. Yeah, it's like what Mr. Clark taught us. The hive mind. Hive mind? A collective consciousness. It's a superorganism. This is the thing that controls everything. It's the brain. Like the mind flayer. He gets in your head like a virus. by taking over their brains using its highly developed psionic powers. Oh my God, none of this is real. This is a kid's game. According to law enforcement, the intention of the teenager was to upload videos to social media as part of a challenge that would then credit the Momo game for suicide. A video game slash application, whatever the hell it is, Challenging people to communicate with an unknown number. Those who hear the three bells toll accept his invitation. When you hear the first, you must close your eyes. Katie! Opening your eyes. Only once you've heard the third. What does it want? To conquer us, basically. It, It believes it's the master race. It views other races like us as inferior to itself. It wants to spread and take over other dimensions. We are talking about the destruction of our world as we know it. Uh, What crazy thing do you want anyway? To eat my soul? All I want is a puppet. Seems to me one little puppet is a small price to pay to learn all the secrets of the universe. Fine! So what puppet are you going to pick anyway? Hmm, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny... is the secret teachings on the fringe fm once you see him you can't see him slender man this is one of the montages i made a couple of years ago that gave me horrific nightmares after i sat up and i put this whole thing together and did the show 
It's the montage I made when I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, there was some damage done to my apartment. Maybe it was something psychic that I had done subconsciously in my sleep. But my, my toilet literally like exploded in my bathroom at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I don't know what kind of powers that uh, may, may have been invoked with uh, the creation of this montage. But this thing scared the hell out of me when I made it. And you heard Poppy there telling you how to put on a mask. We're going to talk about what that means here on the show with Poppy, the pop star. I call her Snap Crackle Poppy. Talking about masks, a video published on March 20, 2017. Just, you know, a video on her YouTube page for her followers. You make content. You get people to consistently pay attention to what you're doing. Um, She's under contract by the music industry, so... It's just something fun and quirky, right? Like all of her music and all the music of others in the music industry. Here's her asking and kind of telling you to, you know, put a mask on, please. Will you put a mask on? Just do what everybody else is doing. Do what I'm doing. And this is how to apply your mask. Place the elastic bands around your ears like so. just above the nose for a snug fit. And now you're ready to go show off your new mask. Now you're ready to go show off your new mask. Thank you, Poppy. You look great, too. You look great. Thank you so much for showing me how to put a mask on. And, you know, I was looking through some other music videos back in 2018, 2019. There's a video by a singer called Death by Rami. It's called No More. And it's from a couple of years ago, long before masks became popular. And in this video, she is also wearing a mask. She takes it off and puts it on several times in the video. It's kind of like a muzzle. And then I went and watched this other video. It's a video by Iggy Azalea and Alice Chater called Lola. It's filled with drugs and in an insane asylum. There's a good article written by the Vigilant Citizen about this song. And in the video, if you watch it, at about 40 seconds, and this is also from 2019, I believe, so this was last year, there's a woman likewise wearing a mask. And as I was going through some of these other videos, there's a new video that just came out by Katy Perry. It's called Smile. In fact, I think it was published, my YouTube said for her account it was published earlier today, like this morning, Friday, the 14th of August. And this video doesn't have her wearing a mask, but it does have this new trend where half the video is like animated, something Billie Eilish is doing now. And it starts out with Katy Perry making a pie, and there's some lyrics toward the middle of the song where she's talking about how she's back to making music and she's been redone and now she's I think she used the word polished she's been polished and redone and she of course has the bleach blonde hair of the patron saint of hello kitten mind control as I call it Marilyn Monroe Katy Perry just looks bizarre she looked attractive before now she looks bizarre 
and she's wearing the Kim Noble black and white outfit that we see Poppy's video depict with the band Fever 333 in the song Scary Mask. And as Katy Perry walks over with this mind control outfit on, she walks over to a television that has the vortex, the swirling vortex, which you see in poppy music. You saw in the pop star episode of Black Mirror with Miley Cyrus, who said this episode was essentially it's, she said essentially it's my life. This whole episode is my life, mind controlled pop star. So that's a new video released today. There's another singer named Melanie Martinez. And you can see Melanie Martinez. This is a very interesting, weird girl. Melanie Martinez. There's three things about her. One, her most famous video is actually a a, a full-length movie. It's over an hour long. There's a trailer for it. You could just watch the trailer. I don't have the energy to exhaust on a movie. It's called K... 12 or K to 12 and in the video it's basically a bunch of uh, kids, teenagers, adults. It's very sexual themed but it's very bright and colorful like a Katy Perry video and these kids are being drugged they are being given these shots and they are being controlled mentally and physically to do what the handlers of the institution tell them to do, kind of like the insane asylum of Iggy Azalea I mentioned a moment ago. This Melanie Martinez singer in the video, the second thing is she has, and this is what she has throughout all of her music, it's part of her image, she has one side of her hair blonde and one side of it is black, just like the black and white clothing of Katy Perry, the black and white clothing of of Poppy's uh, bandmates in some of her music, and she also wears it herself the black and white of the Kim Noble painting Crying Rose. This is also in Lady Gaga videos. You could look up the Lady Gaga paparazzi video where there's the swirling vortex, which is on the screen in the new Katy Perry Smile video. The Miley Cyrus pop star mind control video. It's in the Poppy video, My Style. And, of course, Melanie Martinez has pitch black eyes. Pitch black eyes, just like Poppy and voicemail, just like all these other celebrities. It obviously denotes possession. So those are some new things I found. And then I had stumbled across this as well. Not only did Poppy show you how to put on a mask, which was a 2020 video recently about the actual masks being worn, but this is about her song Scary Mask, which came out last year. The clip I just played for you, uh, we haven't played the full song in its entirety, but the few times we've played clips of it tonight, this is a this is kind of like a, a, it's supposed to be a virtual reality experience, is what it's called, a VR 180 experience, from the Poppy YouTube page. It's called The Scary Mask Warning. The Scary Mask Warning, and this is the video and audio. Check this out. Very disturbing. The icky baby is warned about the power of the scary mask. The icky babies warned about the power of the scary mask. They told me that once I put the mask on, I'll never be the same poppy again. Once I put the mask on, I'll never be the same poppy again. For weeks I studied the mask and wondered what kind of magic it could bring me. Virtue signaling. When I finally put it on, I understood the warning of the icky babies. 
great power comes an even greater responsibility. I don't really know what the icky babies are. I don't know when, but the scary mask is coming. You told me so. The scary mask is coming. Listen, this came out May 20th, 2019. If anybody knows what the icky babies are, I don't know what that is. But listen to this. This is, this is May 20th, 2019. And here's the video. They warned me the scary mask is coming. So once again, this isn't just a single low-hanging fruit. Oh, it's the persona. No, it's predictive programming. I don't know when, but the scary mask is coming. You told me so. The scary mask is coming. They told me so. This is programming. They are showing you. They are revealing the method. You ever heard of predictive programming? That's what this is. If you understand the basic foundation of symbolism... You understand that symbolism is a language, and that, like any language, words have multiple meanings. The sounds of certain words that may be spelled differently than similar words, but they sound the same, they still have different meanings, but they also have different vibrations. Words are just comprised of letters, which are symbols, or characters. Each character has its own personality, its own vibration, its own energy. Symbols have their own character, their own vibration, their own energy. When we pay attention to those symbols, we directionalize our energy. When we pay for things, we pay with money, which is energy, which is currency. And we feed the symbol, we feed the sigil, whether that's a movie or a streaming service, a television show, or it's a music video we watch, or it's a music video that we perhaps pay for. We're paying for things whether we pay with currency, money, or not. We're paying for things in our energy and the time we spend paying attention to these things. And it feeds the symbol, it feeds the sigil, and it gives it power. Last year, May... 2019, a song was released by this singer, Poppy. It's called Scary Mask. And it's all about the personality of the individual and the masking of that personality by putting on a symbolic mask over your face to fit into society. Plenty of singers and Plenty of poets and artists have sang about, have created something, have painted something, dealing with personas and dealing with masks, right? But masks also have another meaning. Masks represent multiple personalities. Those that we take on ourselves because we want others to think something different of us. We want to fit in as we perceive it or because we've been traumatized and abused and feel the need to put on a different mask to fit in with others and to make it seem like we have an okay life when we're actually being abused at home as a child or as a as a significant other or whatever the case or the scenario or the situation might be and in some cases masks that are put on because 
one is being totally controlled and everything that they think and do and everywhere that they go is being dictated. So they put on a mask to fit in with society. The same kinds of traumas and abuses that a child might experience in a domestic home or in an orphanage, for that matter, or under the protection of a a church. The same kinds of abuses that a wife might experience, a girlfriend might experience, a husband might experience, a boyfriend might experience. The tortures and the abuses and the trauma that we experience every single day of our life outside of the home with advertising and marketing, with entertainment, propaganda, psych warfare. And since this year began, wearing masks, being isolated at home, disconnecting from others, being told, wear a mask when you have sex, wear a mask when you're at home by yourself, try different sex positions so you don't breathe too much on each other, don't shake hands anymore, Stay away from each other on the streets. Don't even come close to each other. Don't gather in large groups. If I didn't know better, and maybe I don't know any better, because this is what I think, it's almost as if all of planet Earth is being subject to an agenda of torture and trauma intentionally applied And the results of this torture and this trauma are to brainwash and to manipulate people into accepting through a form of Stockholm Syndrome a new normal, a normalized, which is a Soviet propaganda term, a normalized order, a cult to initiate everybody into a cult with masks and isolation, just like the ancient mystery schools and the initiation into the secret societies with isolation, masks, blindfolds, disconnection from social events, social interaction. And those of us who refuse to participate in this cult are then criticized and attacked and assaulted by those in the cult, which is essentially the the actual definition of a cult when you address the cult leader or the core principles of the cult, if there are any, it doesn't matter what you say or what proof you have or what evidence you have. The cult members protect the pillars of the cult and they protect the foundation of the cult. They protect the leaders of the cult. We are living now globally in a society that is dominated by an external, exterior cult that has always, up until now, operated minimally in the exterior with much of its operations in the interior, covertly operating instead of overtly operating. Now, the things that have been done to children, that have been done to human beings in covert ways, are now being done overtly and in the external, to all humans on planet Earth. 
And it's not some secret means by which to manipulate people and to traumatize people. It's like weaponizing immoral and immature and unprofessional and animal beastile natures, weaponizing them with psych warfare, gaslighting, and then traumatizing the whole of humanity into this cult to see who stands with the cult and who doesn't stand with the cult. And just like if you watched Black Mirror or if you watched the X-Files and you saw the robot dogs that went after Mulder and Scully for not paying a a tip to the robots at the sushi restaurant or in the post-apocalyptic landscape, the black and white episode of Black Mirror called Metalhead where the dogs were coming after humans that remained in this wasteland and exterminating them and they would track them down with these little microchips they would basically have like a little explosive device that would blow out the shrapnel and then the shrapnel would get stuck in your skin and you'd have to like, because there were so many pieces of it, you'd have to just mutilate your body to get all this shrapnel out and the shrapnel itself, they were all microchips. So if you didn't pull it all out and mutilate yourself, then the dogs would find you. And it was just vicious, it was malicious, it was it was just horrifying. And then it comes out of Boston Dynamics very shortly after those episodes, we actually have those dogs. And we're just developing them, don't worry. And then a few months later it was, well, they're going to be able to open doors now, don't worry. And then they brought them to a tech conference and they're like, well, they're going to deliver packages now, don't worry. They're just going to be delivering your package. It's programming you through television programming, through entertainment programming, this is what's coming next. And if you look at the music industry, music is so powerful. Dancing, images that are subliminal visually, auditory subliminals, and it's taking what you would see in a movie or a TV show and it's condensing it down to Two and a half, three, four, maybe five, five and a half max minutes. And you're getting a concentrated dose of subliminals, of advertisements, of psychological warfare condensed, concentrated into this high dose that is injected into the brain, into the subconscious through the gateway into the soul, the eyes, into the ears. And while you are being programmed with this, you are being held down and you are being choked and you cannot breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Although if you watch the George Floyd video, the guy's like just this pussy who's on a bunch of drugs And he, like, voluntarily lays down on the ground. It's just all a fraud. A guy who's, you know, an armed robber who held a gun to a pregnant lady, a counterfeiter, a pornographer, uh, just a horrible, degenerate human being. Can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And then we have the I can't breathe virus, right? The respiratory infection. I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. So wear the mask. And if you're not protesting, 
then you have to wear a mask. But if you are protesting, you don't have to wear a mask, but others choose to wear it because then it protects their identity when they ride and loot, right? This has become the societal norm now. And last year, in the music industry, the industry was preparing you. I say the industry, the music industry, the Super Bowl halftime show, these these powerful mediums, these powerful conduits are oracles. They tell you what's going to happen. And the music industry was preparing you last year for the wearing of a mask. Earlier tonight, I talked about the multiple levels of what it means to sell one's soul to the devil. The lowest hanging fruit, the lowest common denominator is selling your soul to an abusive partner. It's like selling my soul to the devil. Selling yourself to the music industry or to any industry, entering into a contract. It's a lot harder to get out of than a relationship. It'll scar you and abuse you in ways that a relationship can't. So that's kind of like selling your soul to the devil. And then there's also just selling your soul to the devil. Literally and figuratively. And you can do all three of those things. You can put yourself in an abusive relationship, sign an abusive contract, and sell yourself to evil. Sell yourself to degeneracy and depravity. And make music like Billie Eilish and Poppy and be told you're these great pop stars, you're great, wonderful, you deserve awards, in the case of Billie Eilish, when literally your music is anti-human, kill all human beings, and replace human beings, in the case of Poppy, with machines and with artificial intelligence and with digital sub-realities and supercomputers. I mean, this is all in their music. I'm not being hyperbolic. You just listen to their music. Listen to the song Time Is Up. Listen to the song Bury a Friend. All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Another Billie Eilish song. Just listen to the music. And this is what is programming and conditioning a new generation of not just young kids, but of adults too. And it's the predictive programming. This is what you hear in the predictive programming. Wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. Poppy's song, Scary Mask, from the album Choke, I Can't Breathe, the scary mask. I don't really want to put it on, but I have to because I'll fit in if I put it on. Where she's performing with a band called Fever, you know, like if you were sick, Fever 333, which also happens to be the texting number of Joe Biden's campaign, who just brought on Kamala Harris as the vice president, and their agenda is called the 3 a.m. agenda. And in this song, Poppy says, I wear my scary mask when I'm afraid I don't belong. You can't read my brain until it's off. Not coming off. Not coming off. I'm never going to take it off, so don't touch me. I'm never going to take it off. Stop looking at me. I'm never going to take it off. And then she starts asking, do you have your mask? Do you have your mask on? Do you have your mask on? I'm asking you, do you have your mask on right now? I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll look at more of this when we come back from break. Don't go anywhere. Right here on The Fringe FM. Check out our archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoyed this show, you get access to the archive, montages, and my digital books. Or grab one of the physical books. It supports you, the network, and the secret teachings. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
agenda. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry, check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food with free solutions to better health check out food philosophy all three of these books are available in soft cover or pdf at thesecretteachings.info that's where you can read reviews see pictures and order yours today it supports the secret teachings you and the fringe fm this is Howard Kautz. My website is www.timeloopsolution.com and you're listening to The Secret Teachings radio program with Ryan Gable. Hey, this is Marty Leeds, author of the Pie in the English Alphabet series. You can find me at martyleeds33.com and you were listening to The Secret Teachings. We gotta definitely write a song about how we, we do not diddle kids. Do not diddle kids, it's no good diddling kids. There is no quicker way for people to think that you are diddling kids than by writing a song about it. The charges allege that Epstein sexually abused young girls by enticing them to engage in sex acts for money. According to former members, Nexium has its own lingo. And the sessions came to involve practices such as chanting, a special handshake, even bowing. Keith Ranieri's crime spree has ended. Ranieri founded the group called Nexium. It operated out of upstate New York. And prosecutors say women who joined were brainwashed, branded, and forced to have sex with Ranieri. The case got national attention after the arrest of several of his high-ranking members, including Smallville actress Allison Mack. Now, Mack later pleaded guilty to extortion and forced labor. Ranieri will be sentenced on the charges, which include racketeering, sex trafficking, and child porn possession. And then the woman on the table screamed out in pain, you know, twisted and turned and yelled and... and the woman I was with holding her legs down, we looked at each other and we just wept. 
Why didn't you let go and run out of there even naked? It didn't seem like a choice at the time. Former President Clinton flying on his plane uh, multiple times, being on his private island. President Trump reportedly at least once on his plane. The two reportedly dined together. And at one point, Epstein was actually a member at Mar-a-Lago and had been to Mar-a-Lago, but then was barred at one point. Um, he was accused of sexually assaulting an underage girl there. I first met him through Lady de Rothschild. I then had dinner with him with President Shimon Perez. I then met him with the developer of the genome. We had an academic relationship. It's one gigantic hypnotic induction. I think that there's a certain percentage of people that are susceptible. And the first step is making a vow of obedience to her as me being a slave and her being my master. All of this, she says, led up to the night when she and four women submitted one by one to being branded. Epstein is alleged to have abused dozens of victims by causing them to engage in sex acts with him at his mansion in New York and at his estate in Palm Beach, Florida. In response, she says she and some others ended up providing nude photos of themselves. Instantly, all my alarm bells are going Absolutely. Off. So why did you do it? I did it because I trusted her. The victims, all underage girls at the time of the alleged conduct, were given hundreds of dollars in cash after each encounter, either by Epstein or by one of Epstein's employees. That between 2002 and 2005, Epstein paid underage girls as young as 14 hundreds of dollars to massage him or have sex with him at his townhouse in New York City or his mansion in Palm Beach, Florida. Now, prosecutors say Epstein knew the girls were underage. He had employees and associates arrange appointments for him with the girls, and Epstein would even encourage other girls to recruit other young girls. Now, in 2008, Epstein was accused of running this very same sex trafficking operation involving at least 40 underage girls, but those federal charges back in 2008 were dropped after Epstein received a controversially lenient plea deal that was brokered by President Trump's current Labor Secretary, Alexander Acosta, who was the district... Because he belonged to the intelligence community. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. You heard the one girl talking about the Nexium cult in this montage, and she says, although it rang alarm bells when she was asked to provide nude photographs, she did it because she trusted Keith Raniere. Allison Mar- uh, Mack was actually running the cult, just like Ghislaine Maxwell was running the operations of Mr. Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein, who was also running eugenics operations. And all of these cults that are well-known to the public that involved isolated networks that might be a little more expansive than just simply isolated, the techniques of these cults have been applied to the whole of humanity. We are all trusting leaders We are trusting people we perceive as leaders. And so although alarm bells are going off, should I really stay home? Is this virus really that bad? Are people really getting sick and dying so often? Is it really affecting people in such a negative way? But I trust them, so I'll do exactly what they say. This is a cult, and you're not allowed to question the cult leaders because you've been programmed. And programming on television and movies and music predictive programming predicts what's going to happen it's not really a prediction they show you what's coming next and they program you to accept it listen to this poppy 
video from December of 2016. She's wearing a rainbow sweater, which means the rainbow is a bridge between the physical and the spiritual, between the conscious and the subconscious. And listen to this. It's all literally about programming. You will pledge your allegiance to Poppy. Who represents AI. You will do anything Poppy says. The cult leader, the icon, the authority, the machine. Poppy loves you and will always love you. Just like Alan Degenerate, she abused people, but her... Poppy welcomes you into her universe. One of her uh, staff members said, but it was done with love. Pedophilia. Pedophilia means love. Lovers of children. Feel the pulse of the internet as we become one. There it is. Feel the pulse of the internet. Become one with the internet. Prepare yourself for programming sequence two. Prepare yourself for programming sequence two. It's like it's a joke for people that listen to this, but no, it's not a joke. It's real. It's literal programming. It's literal programming. They are programming you. That's why it's called programming. There's another Poppy video called My Phone Is Not Plugged In and she has a watch and she brings the watch up and the time is, well, you could guess it. It's between 2 and 4. It's between 2 and 4. What is 2 and 4? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the 3 a M challenge between 2 and 4 a.m. And then her nose starts bleeding, which is indicative of abuse. It's a, indicative of uh, mind control and microchips being planted in the brain, the idea of like alien implants and things like that. But no, it's all okay. It's all fun, you know. Oh, she does that song called X where she takes a bloodbath. Uh, and even one of her albums is her like, uh, you know, just in a in a bathtub, you know, just like uh, Sabrina was in a bathtub in the TV show and the satanic ritual and all that. And I also came across this other poppy video real quick. It's called Don't Ask. And I've honestly, uh, I never uh, played the, the audio because the audio wasn't so much important to me as the image for the audio. And the image for the audio is... I'm not sure if it's her or if it's someone else playing the part, but it's literally someone who is void. They must have put a, a, a bald cap on, and it's just a pale, thin figure with its eyes totally blacked out. It looks like a rake, that thin, pale figure, the blacked-out eyes. And, and this is what children are watching. This is what adults are watching, let alone children. And it has its mouth gagged. I can't breathe. Thou shall speak no evil. Like the children's toys that are all sewn up. That's one of the poppy pictures. I'm not even sure what to call it. This stuff is just pure evil. All right, here's the song, Scary Mask. Let's play this whole thing. We'll get through it here on The Secret Teachings. And then we will... Wrap up the show tonight. We're in the final segment, thesecretteachings.info. A big weekend coming up. We'll probably have a show Monday, maybe Tuesday, and then I'll be off for about a week. So I wanted to go out tonight on a 
powerful, powerful episode of the show. Here is Scary Mask. If you watch the video, you'll notice that the band she's playing with have the black and white clothing on, identical to what Sabrina Carpenter wears in the song In My Bed, identical to what Kim Noble, the multiple personality painter, painted, where she has a woman in black and white in the same type of dress. Her legs are open and there's a flower destroyed on the ground, which, yes, a flower, a rose represents the vagina. It represents femininity, but it also represents innocence. And the flower, the rose in particular, as the old Rosicrucian saying goes, the rose gives the bees honey. The rose is the symbol of initiation. It's the symbol of the sacred. It's the symbol of the holy. It's the symbol of the holy blood, the sangrail. It is the symbol that represents the initiation into the afterlife, the spirit world, heaven, in Beauty and the Beast, where the prince is in the beast's body, and he must find love to form this alchemical connection, this alchemical transmutation, and the rose starts to die. Her singers are wearing this clothing in the video. On one level, selling your soul to the devil has everything to do with a bad relationship. It has everything to do with, on another level, a bad contract with the industry, like you see in the Grimes song. It's a French song by a French rapper called The Price to Pay, signing a contract in blood, Maitre Grimes, or Gimes, rather, the French artist. And on another level, it's all about selling your soul to the devil, to selling yourself to evil, to things that are anti-human, to things that are destructive, and then using your talents that God gave you to work for the devil, selling your soul. So you break all this down, and then you can condense it again to just simply saying it's evil. You're working for his infernal majesty. You're working for him. And then when you talk about wearing a mask, yes, it represents the persona, the personality of the average person who just wants to fit in, but it's also playing on that same psychology, putting on a mask, and we've been over the science of the masks and the absurdity of the masks, where in other countries they don't wear masks, they don't lock down, and everything's perfectly fine. Even in states in the United States, like South Dakota, they don't lock down, they don't wear a mask, everything's fine. Where there's lockdown, where there's masks, there's somehow lots of sick people who don't actually really exist, and the sick people that do exist have other injuries. So they take every injury, every sickness from every other thing that you can imagine, and it's all COVID-19. It's just fraud where the death rate's like 0.2, and most of that is fraud from people dying in car wrecks and things like this. So you put on the mask to fit in with others. I've talked to two people this month alone who say, well, I don't agree, but I'm going to do it because everybody else is doing it. And that's what Poppy says in this song. It has multi-level meaning. I wear my scary mask when I'm afraid I don't belong, You can't read my brain until it's off, not coming off, not coming off. M-A-S-K, am I okay? M-A-S-K, am I okay? 
pop, 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 are you wearing your mask? Pop, 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 are you wearing your mask? I wasn't me, but I ain't scared now. I wasn't me, and I don't care now. I wear my mask when I'm afraid I don't belong. I'm afraid I don't belong. And she does it with a band called Fever for an album that came out around the summer solstice, Letha, ritually released, and it's called Choke. I can't breathe. Here is the song by Poppy. I'll make commentary as it plays. She's sitting in a mirror looking at the mask. A lot of Ariana Grande songs have this as well with the mask. Multiple personalities. I can't stand this kind of music, so I apologize for those who don't like that hardcore kind of music. There's the black and white uniforms, multiple personalities. So don't touch me, never going to take it off. And she's wearing a yellow dress that says go to hell. M-A-S-K. M-A-S-K-M-I-O-K. M-A-S-K-M-I-O-K. Go to hell. And there's a head on the table with horns and a head on the table with multiple faces. Not like Janice in Rome, but a head on the table with multiple faces, multiple personalities. MPD. Are you wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? Here, I was uh, talking over that. There you go. Are you wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? I wasn't me, and I don't care now. I was, wasn't me, and I, I'm not scared now, though. I'm wearing a mask. I don't fit in. I don't belong. So just put the mask on. Multiple levels of meaning, predictive programming, multiple personalities. The band is Fever 333. You got a fever? Are you sick? Maybe you can't breathe because it's a virus that infects your lungs, right? Well, the name of the album is Choke. I can't breathe. M-A-S-K, 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 wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. I'm never going to take it off, so don't touch me. Never going to take it off. Stop looking at me. This came out. The album Choke around Letha, the summer solstice, ritually released. And now a year later, we're facing more than an identity crisis. We're facing a crisis of people choosing to wear masks 
because they feel like they don't belong. So you're putting on a literal mask now. And I know no matter, how many, no matter how many times I say that, there's always someone who just says, it's like a drive-by shooting. They drive by on social media. They drive by the email. They're like, Ryan, you're wrong because it's just about the personality. And it's like, well, I agree with you, except I'm not wrong. I agree with you. It is about the personality, but there's other meanings to it. You know, just like I can look at a cross and derive like a hundred meanings from two lines. Because there are different interpretations. I mean, think about the contrast of a dragon. In the West, a dragon has to be slain. In the East, a dragon is sacred. Different meanings. Different cultures. People see things differently. Here's Poppy again telling you how to put on a mask. And this is how to apply your mask. Place the elastic bands around your ears like so. Oh, it's so fun. just above the nose for a snug fit. And now you're ready to go show off your new mask. You look so good. You look great. I think she has some... Someone's going to point this out. Yeah, if you look at 19 seconds in this video, she's got her pink triangle ring on with the P in the middle. And that's actually from a song called... Uh, I'm going to look this up. I think it's called Blonde. It's called Yeah, it's called Bleach Blonde. And it's basically a a ritual it it has the same imagery the archetype of Marilyn Monroe the icon of Marilyn Monroe the bleach blonde and in the video she has like a congregation that sings to her and everybody is in a cult and they're worshiping her between these pillars as the high priestess with the black and white floor and a white altar and this video is really disturbing at, at the end of it She's got these pale white figures that lay in the bed with her. And at the end of it, here, I'll play this. At the end of the video, all the people that are in the cult that are just happy and laughing and just uncomfortably smiling, uncomfortably happy, this is the cult. This is what the industry ordered. This is the death cult. Now it's just about blonde hair, Ryan. Yeah, it's just about blonde hair. And here they are at 2.51 in the video. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. And it's supposed to just be about blonde women, right? And how they're so perfect. And yet all the cult members in the video, they're holding up these big fuzzy letters smiling. And it says, everybody dies. It's a goddamn death cult. And it's programming you subconsciously and consciously to accept it. And to accept... People yelling at you, put your mask on, don't touch me, I'm never taking my mask off. While hundreds of millions of people become impoverished and starved to death around the world because you don't go to work and because you don't open your business up. And then it's also kind of a little bit stereotypical of uh, race too because this black guy, they just got his eyes like bugging out of his head. He looks like one of those old glass antique dolls. Or those glass antique like salt shakers or something, you know, the, with the black face, the big lips and the big eyes. I'm I'm not saying that's what it looks like. I'm saying that's what it is. 
this guy holding the, the S in the word dies, and he's just like bugging out of his brain. Everybody dies. Man, this stuff is so evil, but they just make it look, it's, she's a bleach blonde baby, and it's just fun. It's just fun. Everybody dies. Worship me as Poppy, the AI, the high priestess, the goddess, the cult leader. And then I will kill you all and replace you with machines. But I'm just a bleach blonde baby, and it's okay because I'm cute and have blonde hair. And, you know, everybody wants to... Well, I don't even know if people want to have sex with her. Is she even a sex symbol? I don't know what the hell Poppy is. She looks... I think she's a robot. I remember when when Mark Devlin first... uh, I talked to Mark Devlin about Poppy. He he was like, dude, I don't know if she's even real. (laughs) I think she's a robot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's uh, maybe she is uh, a robot. Here's another song. Fill the crown. You know, Billie Eilish has that song. You should see me in a crown where she's literally standing there with spiders crawling all over her with a crown on. And she's personifying the Colin de Plancy dictionary infernal image of Baal, the first king of hell, which is literally what her name Billie Eilish means. In Sumerian, Elish means on high. It means the first king of hell on high, Billie Eilish. And she's singing about her cold kingdom. You know, Dante in Canto 34 of his divine comedy on hell said that hell is an ice palace and the devil is frozen in this ice palace. It's cold and dark as opposed to the lit warmth of heaven, which makes much more sense. And she sings about her cold kingdom, and she looks like she's possessed. Well, Poppy came out with a song called Fill the Crown. And this is the last thing we have time for. Check this out. And she says in the song, she's talking to death, the rider of the pale horse, who has a pale face, the Antichrist, the devil, the trickster, Slender Man, the Pale Man, the Hello Kitty with the extended arms and legs with no mouth, no ears, no eyes. The soul has been stolen. And this is for children and young adults and old adults alike. It's called Fill the Crown. And it's talking about poison the children. That's what it says in the song. Listen to this. Poison the children. You can be... You can be anything you want to be. You can be free. Just follow me. Just like the demon Bill Cipher offers the children in the Disney show Gravity Falls, you can do and be anything you want to be in the universe. Just give your soul to me. That's what the devil promises. It's a trick, though. And also, in this video at 40 seconds, she has the Bill and Melinda Gates biostamp, a literal Mark of the Beast digital electronic tattoo on her arm. You can be anything you want to be. Just get the mark of the beast. And then there's the devil. Poison the children. Poison them all. Make them cry. Poison the family. Destroy that nuclear family. Poison the fountain. What's the fountain? It's the fountain of youth. Poison the youth. Empty your mind. Murder the family. Poison the nuclear family. Follow the leader. But the leader is blind. 
That's literally what the song says. Listen to that again. Poison the children, poison the family. I mean, they can't be any more obvious with what this music is programming you to think. And this is everywhere. This is why society is crumbling. Because the psych warfare is in everything from your basic advertisement to the entertainment that we consume consciously and subconsciously. Here it is. Poison the children. Poison the family. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I'm going to play this for you as we go out. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to the archive, thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe, you get access to everything, all the shows. You get access to the montages as well. You get access to my books digitally, or you can buy the book separately. It's free shipping in the U.S., Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. The email rdgable at yahoo.com. The fringe.fm is the network website or the fringe on Facebook. Send us a message. Let us know what you think about the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Subscribe to the archive to support the show, the network, yourself, and me. We'll be back next week for a show or two, and then I'm off for a vacation. Poison the children, poison the family, follow the leader, poison the well, the youth. The leader is blind, the Antichrist, the trickster. Make them cry. Poison. It's just fun. Come with me, the bleach blonde baby. You can be anything you want to be. This isn't isolated the poppy. This is the whole industry. This is all entertainment. It's a cult. Traumatizing you, programming you, brainwashing you. Pay attention. Baptize those children. Swallow them inside the pit of fire and hell. Forfeit your life. Get rid of the spirit and you can be anything you want to be. They're literally telling you, sell your soul to the devil and you can be anything you want to be. This isn't a metaphor. This is literal. It's programming you and it needs to be stopped. Tell people about this show, The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Have a good weekend. Hope I didn't freak you out too much. I'm going to have bad nightmares tonight. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to go up to watch. I'm going to go up to watch like SpongeBob or King of the Hill or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or something. Laugh a little bit after tonight's show. I hope you do the same. Stay tuned to the Fringe FM. Stay safe, stay informed. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Just come.